previously on Quest Friends Forever. Tell Edric that change is coming. I'm back. I've seen what's happened. This is Edric's doing, and he will pay for what he's done. Please join me and restore balance to our forest. And the crowd kind of parts to reveal Edric. You have no idea what you are in for. Stephanie in the Sky casts Skyrite. It says, change is coming. Edric sucks. Edric knows we're here now. He knows we're coming, so he's going to be ready. So I feel like we should probably try to get some other spots on our side before going to the capital. She feels like the people are the most important thing, as bad as Edric is and everything. More than anything, she wants to give these people their freedom. In four days' time, we're all going to meet up. The next stop is Whistleberry. They have already been overjoyed at the appearance of you. They are going to now spread the word. Edric doesn't come down lightly on folks who uh, go against... Oh, he's not that tough. Oh, honey, he's the toughest. Elsewhere in the forest, the farmer who spoke to them back in Whistleberry the previous day was forcefully grabbed from behind by an unseen attacker. You will start talking about what it is that the Protector is planning. It's now the third morning of Stephanie's trek to rally the citizens of the Petrichor Forest. Uh, in some form or another, you've spread the word to citizens of nine out of the 11 forest communities, which so far includes Azalea, Rosewater, Pothos, Whistleberry, Monstera, Nottingwood, Canopy Heights, Selva, and most recently, The Thickets. The only remaining stops include Absalom, the forest's largest community and the hometown of not only Stephanie and Ellie, but Edric as well, and neighboring Oxalis Grove, the community you are currently approaching this morning. Stephanie and Ellie know that Oxalis Grove, I guess Barrymore too, Stephanie, Ellie, and Barrymore know that Oxalis Grove is both the academic and spiritual epicenter of the forest. Though all the communities in the forest have a shrine to the overgod of nature, this is where the largest and most prominent shrine lives. It is also the home of the Readers, a highly renowned group of druid elders who interpret the wills and whims of nature itself and pass along the information to the council in the form of advice or warnings. When there was a council, now it's just Edric. This is also the group that reads the stars every few hundred years to determine the identity of the next protector, though, Stephanie, you have never met any of them yourself. And they are also the keepers of the forest's history and all necessary knowledge of the world beyond the forest's arborous walls. Oxalis Grove is also known for its small but respected population of treants, living trees that have awakened over the years thanks to the area's powerful concentration of nature magic. While treants generally prefer to sleep and meditate in undisturbed solitude for months or even years at a time, occasionally they are active participants in forest business. And, wouldn't you know it, as you approach the first ground-level residential area of the community of Oxalis Grove, amidst a few dozen residents milling about holding buckets of water or baskets of fruit and veggies, you see a 12-foot-tall treant having a conversation with an elderly elven woman with her hair pulled back in a long white braid. No one seems to give this tree a second glance, implying that this is not that unusual of an occurrence. Uh, I initially... Off the bat, I say, my, that tree is tall. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, we can't. Th- we oh, can't. Whoa, what was that? We can't. Sorry. We Ooh. can't. <clears throat> oh, sorry. There's something in my throat. Wow, that tree is really tall. I mean, for, by tree standards, it's pretty small. But by living, sentient tree standards, yes, it's quite tall. Oh, I mean, wow, that tree is really short. 
That oh tree's God. really alive. Yeah, that tree is really living. Uh, Have I seen that before? The treants? Yeah. Yeah, you know that this is the community where the treants live. They're not uh, very populous, and for the most part, they kind of just meditate and sleep. Um, but you've seen a treant once or twice before. It's not a okay. not an earth-shattering thing, but it's definitely not super common. Just asking because I know that I hadn't seen the um, I hadn't seen the readers before. Uh, yeah, you so. know who the, you know of them, and you know that what they do. You've just never met any of them. They're they're a little bit okay. uh, secluded here in Oxalis Grove. Okay, I love that. What do you do? Uh, uh, hello, everyone. Uh, and I'm just talking to the group. Wait, wait, I'm not do, addressing. Do they all see us as we're I'm... walking in, or are they having their own conversation? You're just strolling into this little neighborhood community. So it is uh, obviously the three of you, plus Barrymore and Ellie and Al is still with you as well, the guard that is now Val's best friend. They're not looking at us yet, though, right? They're it's still just having a, their own conversation. Just a cart of folks rolling into town. So what uh, good I just morning. said. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Everyone, no, this isn't. I'm I'm practicing to myself, like how I'm going. Okay, to Okay, you're like saying this underneath your on breath. On the way up there, nice. Um, so, hello, ha, hi, ev- Ugh, God. Ellie you sitting next this? to you. <laughs> Ellie sitting next to you, and then after that second one, she goes, "Ooh, I like that one. Try that one." <laughs> Which one? Wait, was that the the happy one? How the Val Val steps in front of you and then tugs at your at your arm. And then leans backward as if to look upward and goes, hello. And then Jester's like, like that. <laughs> That's yeah. how you do it. Like that. Yeah, try that one. Try that one. Hello. Yeah, like, I was kind of close. That? Yeah. Hello. I, okay. I think it's how they say it. Uh, okay. Um, let's. And then, and then Val grabs your let's... arm again and says, how can I help you today? And You just did. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So I'm going to hop off the cart. Is the cart? Do we stop the cart? Sure. Let's stop the cart. Um, so I'm going to go in. I'm still in my gorgeous uh, disguise. We mm-hmm. love to see sure. it. Um, I'm going to wander. So it's just an archway like to enter or? It's, you kind of just come out of the forest, uh, this path that leads out of the forest into this kind of just big open ground level community. Okay. There's also residences a little further up in the trees, but you're just on the ground level for now. So I'm going to walk sort of inward, maybe 50, 60 feet ahead, and sort of peer around. Are there any, like, um, stalls or shops or anything of note? This is, this is not so much a town square. This is more like a cul-de-sac, basically. Um, oh, so just small homes. It's, it's residential, sort of... yeah. Little little okay. homes. Uh, like I said, people walking around with, like, buckets of water. People going to a well. Uh, okay. People are picking fruits from nearby trees. It's very calm, very serene, okay. except for so the I'm... big giant tree talking to the older elf lady that's not not that that's not calm but that's definitely the thing that sticks out here that you normally wouldn't see on a cul-de-sac so i'm gonna wander in hand in pants sort of doing that like uh uh tiptoe to tiptoe stroll kind of thing and be like oop and i'm gonna say out loud wow feels really good to be a treat today oh hey uh charlene um oh wow (laughs) you've gotten tall i mean short maybe uh, and I'm gonna kind of like wander back and forth, and then I'm gonna walk directly to the root ooh, of um the tall yet small tree, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna knock on like like a soft like. So I'm I'm so inconsequent. I'm like so small 
I'm so small by comparison. I'm minuscule. I don't exist. Like so I'm going to walk up and be like a uh, right on the leg of this being. And I'm going to wave my hand and say, good morning. So the tree pauses its conversation with the white haired elf woman and turns its body sort of down and to the side in your direction and says, good morning. How's the weather up there? Mild. Well, that's good to know. See ya. Goodbye. And I'm going to walk right back to the group and I'm going to say, yeah, pretty boring in there. Let's go. Did you find out where the readers are? Oh, that's right. Uh, I'm going to turn right back around and I'm going to go right back inside. (laughs) By the time Um, he turns around, he realizes that Val has already left and has gone exactly in the same direction. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Val is in disguise as the harvest still. Are you breaking disguise? Oh, Remember, it'd be really funny, but then it would kind of ruin everything. Remember everybody's reaction, though. I know. Val sitting in the cart, bound up in leaves, just going shake, shake over and over again. In (laughs) in disgust of your situation, because I want to go say hi to the nice tree man. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, you're right. So I'm gonna turn right back around and I'm gonna walk right back to that tree uh, base, and I'm gonna do a right back on that leg. The elven woman was about to start talking again, and she sees you knock, so she just enfolds <sighs> her arms and just looks at you. And the tree, once again, <sighs> turns to the side. Hello again. Hello. I have a question for you. I'm looking Go for... Go ahead. Oh, so we're doing Zootopia. Got it, got good. it, got that's it. That's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, that's also um, Treant, so... That's yeah, also Treant. You know what? It's true. Um, it tracks. I've got a question for you. I'm looking for a group of beings, let's say, that have a name that... Um, oh, you know what? It's on the top of... Tip, tip top of my tippy little head. Um... It rhymes with um, what is that disgusting piece of like an instrument of like woodwind instruments that you have to blow into like disgusting use of our matter? What is it called? I'm having trouble thinking of the name. A reed. That's the one. I'm looking for a group of beings with a name similar to that. Have you seen or heard of said group and where I can find them? The tree turns away from you slowly, its wood bark body creaking back to the woman who still has her arms folded. And the woman now looks at you, Jared, and says, why would you like to know? I had a dream that I could solve all of my problems if I were to just meet with this group of beings. I don't know what it means, but I feel compelled to find them. She squints her eyes at you and does the the Dwayne Johnson one eyebrow raise, which the DM, me in real life, is trying to do right now, and I can't so quite. She, he so really can't do it. It looks she's really smelling my cooking. She gives you the, the people's eyebrow, <laughs> and she says, we're not expecting you. Oh, so you are amongst said group? I am a Rita, yes. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Well, you can probably help me today. <laughs> I see what you did. 
she uh that was a val thing <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah she kind of she glances up at the tree for a second and then glances back at you and says help you with what well see this dream that i had there was not necessarily overt conversations about um new beginnings but there's sort of a a a a a a a, a uh, um a longing sort of a, a sort of a a dream longing for change and that's what pulled me in this direction something that has to do with like the kingdom at large is that ringing any bells for you without even looking concerned or looking pensive she says are you traveling with the protector <gasps> i might be yes we we figured as much we knew where why is she not here where is she bring her out will before i confirm yes or no to said question will our safety be guaranteed this is a safe place it always has been always will be um okay i say okay brb and i run out i go to the little cart is this a trap you can't just ask the dm that no dm tell me if it's a trap <laughs> okay um i'm back <laughs> i'm back at the group and i say they seem suspicious but they're also speaking very ethereally so i feel like i can trust them but don't trust them too much <laughs> Because they might be lying. I'm not sure they asked for the protector. So should we go? Shake. Uh, okay. They I knew guess. you were here. They knew you were here. What did you tell them? I said nothing. I didn't even mention you. And they essentially were like, say no more. Say less even. Protector's here. So uh, we can run away now. Or we can see how the shakes out. Shake. Love. Wow, some that like time. real deep Val humor going on here. Val <laughs> yeah. reference. Re- I know. I don't Val know why. referentials. Must Very be Val good. on the brain. Stephanie looks over her shoulder to the group. Do they seem threatening at all? No, at this point, they have both now turned to watch Jared walk away. So they're just looking over where Jared went and kind of just standing there waiting. Like you weren't that uh... far away. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm not that. You said you went about 50 feet in, so they can just see where you went. So um, (laughs) Stephanie looks over casually, and they're already staring at her. So she just kind of raises her hand. Hello! Ellie says, well, it was was better in practice, but not not terrible. (laughs) And we walk over. Okay. You walk over to the woman and the tree, who are just waiting very patiently. And as soon as you approach, the woman speaks again, directly to you, Stephanie. And she says, welcome back, Protector. Who who are you? You seem to already know me. Well, of course. You are the Protector, and I am a reader. My name is Laverne. Oh, ah, shit. Uh, uh, Hello. You're, (laughs) you're reading, you're, you're, well, redness. She's just waiting for you to finish. I love that the first words were, oh, shit, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, oh, shit, fuck, it's you. (laughs) She says, there is no reason for elevated greetings. If anything, we should be curtsying to you. But I I won't. I'm not going to. But if anything, that's what should happen. Yes, please don't. 
Um, I wasn't going to. Thank you. Um, can we talk about things somewhere that's not in the... I feel very exposed, and I'm very... Um, hello, um, up there. And she looks at the tree end and says, Hello. Hi. Yep. We have the same charisma. My um, <laughs> name is Oh my, sure oh my goodness. No, tree. it's not. Laverne is sure tree. You need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost at the end of the forest. Don't worry about it. Oh my goodness. It is great to meet you. Thank you, sure tree. Okay. Um, yeah. I need help. I'm confused. I'm lost. I don't know. You you guys said I'm the one. Um, can we well, talk? Well, that was several years ago, but yes, of course. We we knew you were coming, so sure. Let's let's head over to Oh, what? I turned to Ellie. They knew I was coming. Ellie's just like wide-eyed like from Laverne to Shirtree, from Laverne to Shirtree. She's just like, "Oh, man." Uh Okay. Yes, so Laverne beckons you over uh, you walk through a few, I guess, streets, quote, quote, of this neighborhood. It's obviously not paved streets. Uh, a few rows of homes, this whole residential area, to a larger building. Uh, it's about the size of a small library. And as you approach, you notice that coming out of the roof of this building is a tree. It's like built around a tree. So she beckons you inside. And inside there are uh, a few dozen people kind of milling about. Some of them are just sitting on the ground uh, talking to each other. Some of them seem to be holding clay or stone tablets that they are looking at and running their fingers over and reading. And at the dead center of this room, this uh, big room, is said tree that is sticking out of the roof with hundreds, and I mean hundreds, of like roots that are obviously in the ground, but then kind of doing anything like they come up and, you know, kind of break the cement or whatever in real life, um, cresting through the ground and these roots seem to be not glowing, but there's definitely some kind of uh, ethereal stank on them. Um, <laughs> ethereal stank? Ethereal stank. Yeah, you know. Is that the name, the name of, of your new band? The name of my new solo project, Ethereal Stank. Um, like and, glow sticks. Right. And a couple of these uh, people who are inside are on their hands and knees, just gently touching the roots. Some of them are putting both hands at the base of the tree and no one's really talking very loudly. Uh, most people are kind of doing their, their reflection in silence. I got a question. So we were outside, and there was uh -huh. a cart with horses and a, a not mysterious bundle of hay in the back of the cart. Is there a, a bundle of, of hay and sticks and stuff just kind of like jumping along behind the group? Just like jump, 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 and then pause to make sure nobody's paying attention, and then jump, jump, jump. So you park the cart outside, and as he goes to, uh, you kind of peek in the door and you see all these things, and as you start to go inside, she stops you, and uh, she points to the cart, and she says, you can bring all your friends in if you desire. <gasps> okay. Uh, and not, then I run over. Not the horses, over unfortunately, but... but oh. Well, All the I, rest. We and she kind of looks at you, Stephanie. And she goes, "We we know who you are traveling with. <gasps> they know, and they're so accommodating. 
fuck. Wait, do I hear this? And it's and it's cool. I'd be lying if I said it was expected or normal, but we are prepared for it. Do I hear this conversation? Oh yeah, the card's right there. Okay, so I, then I I in like a in time like to a, shine. Yeah, in in like a oh my god, oh my god, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Okay, so so this is all happening in slow motion and it is very epic. Okay, this is a, this is a fucking John Wick movie moment right here. But instead of bullets, it's like flowers. It's amazing. So Val gets really excited that they get to finally join the fun and and to be themselves. Let's be honest, because it's I've been in a stupid disguise for quite a while, um, <laughs> for like four I, episodes. Still, <laughs> I have very very short memory engram matrix modules. So from the back of the cart. Val pops up, legs high, but still bundled in all the the leaves and shit, and runs towards the edge of the cart and jumps and does sort of like a backwards somersault 720 McTwist thing in the air. While in the middle of... Yeah, I know, Danny, you're going to make me do a a dex save or whatever. I know. Hold on. You're damn right I am. Let me finish explaining. Because then while in the middle of the air doing like a half twist somersault fucking uh, Christ air bullshit in the air no fakie uh val, thank you uh, val also explodes out of this disguise so it's just like like the robot arms push outward and breaking the ropes that are holding on the leaves and shit so it's just like this big sunflower explosion of twigs and leaves and shit and the sun glistens off the glass dome which is the brightest green color of happiness right now and uh amazingly uh val i don't know where they got this from but is aiming to do the superhero land like the 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 black widow land on the ground (laughs) while at the same time shooting out glow sticks and just thumping good ass music but quietly because to be respectful of this. where did you get glow sticks it's my cantrip i have dancing lights dancing okay dancing lights not yeah actual glow sticks well they're glow sticks to me danny okay so now you're gonna roll uh, and <laughs> acrobatics check. Okay. So that's what's happening in Val's mind. Yeah. Let's see what happens in real life. I got. Oh no! <laughs> I got a six. Okay, I, that's I got great. A two, I'm, I got a so, two I'm plus so four. I was that close to crit failing this, but so I got a happy. two plus four. So this movie plays in Val's mind. The the imagery loops in the Ingram Matrix for a second. And hold what on, actually hold on, happens? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's drop the base. Welcome back. So Val's got that soundtrack going in their head, but what actually happens, unfortunately, is that you pop up, legs high, and you scurry to the back of the carts, and you, with your your green dome glistening, you jump into the air and you bust your arms out. You fire off your dancing lights. You start playing your song, and you just land. Directly on your front. There's no cool like superhero land. You just like basically just belly, belly flopped flop onto on the, the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and you hit the ground with a very loud clank. And the... God damn it, I'm so happy. And there's there's a pause. I, Val doesn't react. There's just a pause of just laying there lifeless for a good beat. <laughs> just a good hot beat. And then... Ouch. You land near the feet of Al, Barrymore, and Ellie. Uh, Ellie instantly kneels down and goes, Oh my gosh! Uh, well, Barrymore literally just laughs 
And Al also, <laughs> Al also kneels down to help you because uh, Al's your friend. So Al and Ellie help you up back to your feet. Oh my goodness. Laverne, uh, her eyes go wide because she understood that Stephanie was traveling with some kind of companion of this nature, but seeing it in person uh, and actually seeing it is kind of a whole experience because she's a person in the know, but she is still an elf in the forest who hasn't seen this before. So her eyes are wide. And at this uh, poor acrobatic display, she kind of uh, kind of jumps with a start and kind of clutches her chest like, It's okay. Think of them like a tiny metal baby. Val stands up and uh the glass the green glass uh dome kind of goes sort of like a like a rose peach color kind of embarrassed i think you and have then, that ability sure why not <laughs> okay and then and then and then uh oh there seems to be some trouble with my memory <laughs> and gram matrix on the diagnostic protocol just a sec and then val hits with with one hand hits the glass dome really hard with a flack and then it goes uh, back to green again and then hello they're just metal baby so nice so helpful and nothing to be afraid of just very so so excited like so excited to remember when you were a little kid and just the whole world was magic um well that was 600 years ago you were the protector oh wait no sorry that was me i didn't know that's you dear anyways so um (laughs) is the big tree man still with us uh yeah, they're standing at the entrance. They cannot go in because Okay. Well, before we go in, I go I run uh hurriedly run sca- scamper over to the tree man and does the knock 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 on the side of the tree and then tilts backward as if to look upward. The tree tilts downwards as if to look at you. Uh waves uh one robot hand flailing in the air. Hello. The tree waves a branched arm back at you very slowly. Whoosh. When you stare into the abyss, the abyss stares back. Greetings. I am a variant Alpha Psionic Altonian Lexo Transceiver Unit, model number XFCED001, but you can call me Val for short. It's great to meet you. Greetings. <laughs> He's been fucking waiting for this. <laughs> My name is Sure Tree. But you, you <laughs> may call me Shirtree for short. And then Val goes, so long. And then before the tree can <laughs> respond, uh, scan- hurry like a little kid, excited little kid, back to the group. And you all go inside. So you are now inside this uh, sort of nature library building. And Laverne leads... Uh, Stephanie, I assume you're in front. She's mostly leading you, but the group kind of just following. She leads you to uh, a corner that is not currently occupied by anybody uh, with any tablets or any uh, business with the, the roots in the ground. So uh, she kind of just points to the ground for you to sit down. And she herself uh, sits down onto her knees. I... Sit the exact same way that she does. Okay. And I sit, I try attempt to sit the same way that Stephanie does kind of five feet behind her out of sight, but just kind of really awkwardly, just real, just really trying, just 
kind of leaning downward, kind of no going no. backward. Put my leg up. This no, that's not going to work. Just just going to just going to plunk, and then I'm sitting down on the ground. Laverne watches that whole process and then turns back to you, Stephanie, and says, "I would like to talk about your." baby metal companion at some point not now but at some point <laughs> your baby box you know what <laughs> i will tell you anything that i know which is not a lot except really likes to hold hands well isn't that just delightful she says and still music very music yeah um so and she just looks at you and waits for you to talk okay out of character was I never allowed to meet the readers? Is that why I've um, never met any? Because I've met a lot of people throughout the whole thing. Why would I not have met the prophesied people? So, um, or prophesy professors, professors, professors. Hey, <laughs> professors we of did the it. prophecy. Ba, ba, da, da, ba, ba, That's me. Da, ba, ba. I'm a professor and a reader. Um, yeah, they're pretty reclusive. OMG, same. It's not necessarily that you are forbidden. Um, it's not like they're no one's ever seen them before. But they are rarely out. Uh, this... But why didn't I ever come see them? I guess was I not was I not allowed to come here because I was too busy fulfilling or being trained and stuff. Yeah. So part your your training we talked about a little bit in the flashback you first had the very first flashback we had. But um, the training that you were supposed to be undergoing was uh, about you know obviously combat training, but also kind of uh, sort of like a PR tour a little bit, like mm-hmm. just sort of like a figurehead. So like making appearances around the forest making appearances outside the forest when that was still uh, allowed before you left you never really needed to consult with these people and if you ever asked uh the council led by edric probably would have deterred you and said well why would you need to it doesn't matter like the their okay. the, the word of the readers is basically just automatically accepted so you like going I to feel... talk to them and like asking them is this really me they would have just been like what are you talking about we don't need to go do that of course it's you i i just wanted to establish if somebody was trying to deter me from doing that or like not not going under the guise of like I've made a mi- you guys have made a mistake, but just be like oh I'm trying to learn all of the things and be a good protector and stuff like trying to get more knowledge so that way I can um, I can really deduce if I am this person how this works because I don't really know anything about anything I learned about being a protector was from basically Edric and whoever right. else was on the council, which to me feels like they were trying to control that rather than have me learn it from the source. So that also felt icky. So the readers are not like trainers. They're not warriors. They're not uh, necessarily like great wizards. They just, they read the na- they read nature. Basically, they read the stars. They read the roots. They read the trees, all this stuff. They can kind of sort of commune in that way. But they're not like political leaders. They're not city leaders. They're not out there training people to be better at protecting, essentially. Um so all of your protector business was handled through the council. That was, of course, Edric's whole deal, which he is now the only council member. So yeah, they would have not even scheduled you to meet with the readers. Because again, to them, it's just like, well, once they say it, it's, it's done. So what's the point of even talking to them, basically? Are the readers sort of like the spiritual side of the government, whereas the council is more of like the, the I guess, the, the government leadership, I guess? Yeah, they're not even government. Like... uh just kind of the, the wise elders, but they're not making decisions. All they do they're is... Just, they're just seers. Yeah. That's like, why they're, they're the readers. Yeah. So um, Stephanie wanted to go here because 
wanted to learn about the process and all of that because she didn't believe she was the one, mm-hmm. but also to learn what other protectors kind of did because other people are telling her what to do and she never trusted Edric and he was kind of leading everything. So, um, so yeah, he would have deflected just, you then. Yeah. So Stephanie has been trying to get here for a long time. So I just wanted to establish that sure. to move into the conversation. Yeah. Um, I have been trying to get here for so long and I don't know why I was never allowed to be here. I, I need, I need answers now. I needed answers then. I need to know how to be a protector and that isn't necessarily doing things the way that, I mean, obviously doing things the way Edric has been doing them, but I feel like y'all put a lot on me and a lot of people expect a lot of me and I don't know what to do or what I'm doing. I just know everybody is trying to been trying to make me into this person, this protector that they think I should be, which is turns out different to everybody. So, um, I, anyway, I've been trying to get here for a long time to read and to get the and to talk to you all. So this is really overwhelming, and I don't know. I'm just help. She is still very deadpan, just watching you while you speak, and she says, "So, so was there a question in there?" Uh, no. I guess it was a lot of complaining, wasn't it? Are you asking me to tell you what to do? Um. First things first, you're sure it's me, right? You're sure? You're sure it's me. She, uh, for the first time since you have met her in the last few minutes, you see her uh, lips almost move into a smile. Almost. Not quite. But then she quickly returns. Elastic just snaps back into her deadpan state. And she says, yes, it is you. It's always been you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Damn. Well... We're moving against Edric, and... Um, that is what I understand, yes. Yeah, yeah, you... I mean, y'all probably saw that in the stars, didn't you? <laughs> like, wait, hold on. Is is there... I'm sorry. Is is this a thing? Is there some prophecy? Prophes, what's my prophecy? What's this whole thing? You, y'all know. You knew we were coming. Like, come on. What What's going on over there? We're not fortune tellers. We cannot say what is going to happen when it has not happened yet. All we do is we commune. We commune with nature and we read nature. And, I mean, you were here in the forest. Of course we were going to know you were here in the forest. That was communicated to us through the wind, through the trees, through the roots, through the stars. So we know what you are up to because we have felt it, we have sensed it, we have read it. But as far as the future, the future is yours to make. (sighs) And as you know very well, the readers, we do not get involved in political affairs. We simply report on what we see. Okay. Oh, so they're libertarians? Yeah. Fucking (laughs) assholes. Got Got him. Fucking got him, dude. (laughs) But we do know, as I said, that you are the protector. And because of this, anything that you believe to be necessary for the safety of the forest is 
clearly the right thing to do. You have been ordained to protect this forest. Therefore, anything you do to accomplish that goal, my dear, is valid. I mean, I don't know if you should, like, just validate all of my actions all the time. Because, I mean, what if what if I turn out to be a bad person and, like, do a bunch of bad stuff? Like, I mean, that could be real problematic is what I'm saying. Are you a bad person? I mean, no. Okay, um, I mean, I don't think so. But, like, Let me I ask mean... you a question. <sighs> what have you been doing since you left the forest? <sighs> have you been hurting people? No, of course not. Have you been lying to people? I mean, they don't know my name, my real name, maybe. But that's that's about as far as that goes. Have you been helping people? Uh, I look back at Val and Ellie. Yeah? Well, dear, I hate to say it, but have you been protecting people? I mean... This time she actually does when smile. You, when you say it that way, maybe. God damn. I mean, shit. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shit, <Okay>. fuck. Okay. <laughs> Have you been cursing lately? <laughs> I mean, I'm valid if I curse, apparently. Um. Okay. So, Edric is a bad person. Since you knew that I was here, since you knew... Everything, I mean, everything that's happened. Did you know that he killed the council? She, for the first time, looks a little bit uh, uncomfortable since you have been talking to her. And she looks down and kind of away to the side. And she says, we are aware of what happened. And you did nothing. It is not our place. Okay, but like, why wouldn't you tell the other people? I mean, they think that... They framed Barrymore. They framed, they tried to like slander my name. So is, why is that stuff okay? But I never said it was okay. Everything, everything that he does, everything that happens affects you. So why are you so secluded when like all I've been looking for my whole life was just like answers or somebody to talk to or somebody that kind of understands things and isn't trying to control me. And it would have been so great to maybe I wouldn't have run away if I like was able to talk to you guys and you know, you made yourselves available or somebody let me come over here and fucking talk to you. But like, I, I, there is no way that I could have known what would have happened. You decided you you found out that I was somebody and then everything happened around me and then I wasn't allowed to be a person anymore or like it was just and it was too much and I left because I don't because the people should the people should decide things not me I don't know what's right for somebody I don't know if uh I I don't know. I don't know if this person should open a business. I don't know if um, if trading this with that nation over there is going to be bad or good. Or I, I don't know. I'm not qualified. But, you know, like all of these decisions, they all affect everybody here. And I feel like they the people should be the ones making the decisions. Certainly not Edric. And and. I couldn't have known what Edric did. I couldn't have known all like wherever I was. Why didn't somebody tell me? Why didn't somebody try to find me? 
why was the narrative that Ed- Edric created allowed to continue and fester and poison so many people here? She listens to all this and she's just staring you right in the eye and just nodding as you're talking. And she says, you believe the people should make their own decisions? Absolutely. And if you had not have left, do you think you would be on a current crusade to make that happen? Probably, yeah. Hmm. That is impossible to say, but you did leave, my dear, and you are now on that path. What happened needed to happen because you thought it was the right thing to do. You are the protector of this forest. We are not wrong. You are the protector of this forest. That means you are going to protect this forest in any way that you see fit. You have always had the power and the strength within you to do what is right. It has always been there and it will always be there. The only thing we've been waiting for is for you to realize it yourself. It was up to you to come back and protect your people. Okay, cool. Put that onerous back on me. Tell me this is my fault again. It is no one's fault. You know what else needs to happen? You readers need to be a part of the community and you need to say something when you see something. Change is coming. I'm sure you've heard the whole thing. I'm sure that you've heard that on the wind. Um, Someone said money was not involved, which was confusing. In the sky. You've seen it in the sky. I've been broadcasting that shit everywhere. That, That has not been hard to read. Change is coming and it's also coming for you. Right now, what you're doing, the way that this works, I mean, you can say that, well, you wouldn't have been the person you are now if you left. And sure, part of that's true. But I never wanted this kind of power or command or anything. I always wanted people to make their own decisions. And I feel like they would be able to if people shared information and kind of like let them know like, hey, your dictator right now, he killed all of your leaders. That's like, that's a big one. So you have said that whatever I say goes, whatever I say, right? Because I am the protector and I am protecting these people. And this change is coming for you and the readers and the way that this whole business happens to do i know what it is no but it's gonna be a sharing of information and i know that you don't like talking to people and that's cool because me too but we're all gonna try as long as edric remains in power that will not change so maybe someone should take care of that Oh yeah, that's what we. That's another thing we're here about. I'm sorry, I have a lot of baggage. There's a lot of. There's a lot of no, stuff happening right no, yeah, now. I, I I understand. That's what, I'm I'm trying to slyly give you my support, dear. I, I understand that is what you're here to do. Okay. Okay. Good. I'll be more overt uh, next time. I'm sorry. It's it's in my nature to be a little. Uh, you know what? Libertarian. Well, I'm better at picking down things up sometimes, but you know, I'm I'm a little strained. Okay, recenter myself. I I. Hold the headphones that are in my bag. <laughs> oh, yeah. Were given to me for my <laughs> yeah. focus. You know, canceling headphones. <sighs> okay. And then I, I look at her and I say, So what's the forest saying now? Friends, family, distinguished guests. We are gathered here today to listen to Quest Friends Forever, episode 16, 
coming at you right now. This is the mid-episode hello. My name is Danny. I am the DM. Let's get through this quickly and get back to that hot action. Did you know that Quest Friends Forever is on all your favorite social media platforms? Of course you did. You're a loyal listener. You've known this for weeks. But in case you are brand new, here's your reminder that Quest Friends Forever is available on all your favorite social media platforms. That's things like Instagram. That's things like TikTok for the kids and the cool adults. I don't know. I'm not one of those. Also, Twitter, YouTube. The handle is at Friends 4 the number four, ever. We'll be posting things, usually on Instagram, about new episodes or cool news, like we all got to hang out in person for the first time last month. That was pretty cool. There were some posts about that. Eventually, we'll be adding to the TikTok as well as soon as I figure out how to work the dang thing. But I don't know yet because I, again, am not cool. Also, the Nostalgia Network. It's a podcast network. We're on it, and we also run it. That's at www.thenostalgianetwork.com, where you can find shows like Quest Friends Forever, the one you're listening to right now. You knew that already. As well as shows like Nostalgia, where Jessica and Eric from our podcast talk about movies and TV shows, anything that's a remake or a sequel through a queer and feminist lens. I am the editor for that show, so I can guarantee it's a darn good one. Sorry for cursing. There's also the Lousy Advice podcast, where Eric from our show talks with his band Lousy Advice about all kinds of music and top lists and things like that. They're on a bit of a hiatus at the moment, the podcast, not the band, but there are plenty of good back episodes for you to go back and check out while you are waiting for them to make their triumphant return. There is also a new podcast in the works, not out yet, not ready to be discussed, but a few of us are doing a new one about a TV show we all like. So that will be announced whenever it's ready. I think it's going to be next month in October, I believe. But keep an eye out for that. We'll be adding to the Nostalgia Network family. And we're all, honestly, pretty stoked about it. Lastly, as always, if you have the time, the energy, the wherewithal, what have you, to leave us a rating and or a review on your favorite podcast app of choice, that would be just, just dynamite and dandy. Those ratings and reviews are a big, big help. We once again hit more downloads last month than we had any other month in the past. And plus, it's just a, you know, it's a nice thing to do. You know, you've got to do your good deed for the week. Why not, why not that? I mean, there's also plenty of other good things you can do for the world. Maybe you should do those first. But after you're done doing all those other good things for the world, maybe as the day is winding down, you'll be like, oh yeah, that Quest Friends podcast. I like that one. I'm going to give them a review. Probably five stars is what you will say to yourself. And I will say, yes, that sounds good to me, listener. And that's it. Let's get back to the pod. We are approaching the big final showdown. We're going to get out of the forest here pretty soon. So let's see how we do it and take it away. Us from the past. It's the next day. It's the fourth day. The day that is that uh, lose yourself? Oh by no, yeah, it oh. was, but no, maybe not that song. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> Creative Commons. Lose yourself. Um, that's the mini or, version. Um, no, 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 uh, Eric, give me a better song. What's a better walking in? I'm gonna beat your face song. Um, like slow walk with like the. She's a maniac, maniac. But like the slowed down version. She's a maniac. It's the haunted, haunting piano version from a horror movie soundtrack. Yeah. 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 Uh, the correct answer was Holding Out for a Hero by Bonnie Tyler. Thank you. Oh, uh, oh, yes. Midi Holding Out for a Hero. Um, okay. Yes, 100%. At the Founder Tree, in 
the center of Absalom. Edric stands at the entrance, looking out, waiting for some kind of indication that Stephanie is coming. Having launched his counter campaign, he is expecting you to show up by yourself, outnumbered, or with just a small force of easily dispensable folks. Um, in front of Edric, there is a dozen guards led by Toolman, his head guard, who you met back in Rosewater. They're staring out at the morning sky, watching the trees in all directions, doing their rounds, pacing, waiting for some kind of sign. And after a moment, the cart, pulled by horse, 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 and horse, rolls into their view from one of the main paths leading up to the founder tree. In that cart are Stephanie, Ellie, Jared, and Val, no longer disguised. The song is coming from Val, by the way. I don't know if this, it's quite clear that any music that happens in this campaign is coming from the person with the subwoofer sticking out of their chest. So, sure, yeah. FYI. Seeing just the four of you by yourselves with no reinforcements behind you, Edric cracks a smile. He can't help but feel like he has earned this moment, and he waits for you to approach. Oh, he's earned this moment. He has earned this. <laughs> All right, that one, that one too plays. Um, no one told Edric life was going to be this way. How close do you get? Oh, I I get probably within about ten feet. Oh, so you ride right the fuck up in the in the cart. Oh yeah, I'm I'm not fucking around. Okay. He sees you coming. You're not like charging anything with your weapons drawn or anything. So he just tells his guards to wait. Uh, but I, I am like standing. As the, the closer we get to to this spot, the louder the song gets. And so at this point, it's really it's really it's really hard to hear over the music. You kind of have to speak up a little bit. Val, you gotta turn down. Val, turn it down a little bit. As we're we're riding up, Stephanie is not sitting. She's standing in the back of the cart, just like elevated. Like I'm fucking coming for you, Edric. So you ride up within ten feet. You see, you can you get close enough to see the smirk on his face, and you also recognize uh, Toolman standing right next to him, who uh, gives you kind of a, a smirk, like a whatever kind of thing. And Edric looks at you all, and he says, "Well, if it isn't the deserters, Kathira the Protector, Louise Rin the Tagalong," close up on Ellie's face, who frowns upon hearing her real name. I would be lying if I said I wasn't surprised to see you. You are a coalition of failures, and I cannot wait to see you fail again. And he waits. Are you done? Like, are you done? Like, is it over? (laughs) Yeah, like, are are you done? Is that all you had to say? That's it? It's going to take more than two abandoners, an unremarkable human and a soulless construct to defeat Greetings. me. I am a variant and... Alpha Psionic Altonian Lexotransceiver uh-huh. Unit, model number XFCED001. Uh-huh. But you can call me Val for short. It's great to meet you. No, it's not great to meet him, Val. It will take oh my more goodness. than. Oh my goodness. He looks at you, Stephanie, and he says, <laughs> I cannot believe you've had the patience. I'm just like a decent person. Who understands people, it turns out, unlike you. So, I mean, like, it's really not Ouch. that hard. You should maybe try it sometime. Ouch. He... Oh, also. I'm, um, I'm kind of a hype man, if you can't tell. 
also that whole thing that you were saying about like it takes more than just like me i mean just remember you're here talking to the protector hello hi hi toolman you're still a tool Uh, i agree that's why i'm not alone and then i shoot um flames up in the air and then that's the signal that everybody was waiting for So what's the forest saying now? Edric has been going around the forest to the cities you have been visiting. He has been threatening civilians. He has been scaring them into not following your your word and your ways. He has found out your plan. He knows what you are up to. He will be waiting for you tomorrow in Absalom. You will not catch him off guard. I guess I knew that was kind of going to happen. Um, how about the people, though? How are they feeling about it? The people are a little afraid, but they are not shaken in their resolve. The readings indicate that the people will still come out for you, Protector. I mean, and also for themselves, hopefully. I mean, sure, they're coming out for me, but, like, I mean, really, like, they should do it. They, they, they should want to... Man, we have a lot of work to do. Okay. Um good um what does edric have waiting for me have you heard uh him talking to his underly his his tool guy toolman yeah that that tool he is not amassing an army because a lot of his guards have deserted because of you know well you but he will have a small cadre of guards but nothing too overpowering Okay, that's good. Good news. Um, ah, man. Uh, okay, I'm going to grab my headphones and I'm going to look at her and say, this, this is, just let me, I have a thing, let me do a thing, okay? And then I'm, I'm hold on, I, I need to think, I need to. All right. Uh, and then I just put on my, the headphones and I kind of like close my eyes. I start to like, think about what we need to do. Uh, Okay, so Edric was being a jerk. Surprise, surprise. Intimidating people. His whole thing. They were, are worried and I mean, like, they should be because like, I guess I deserted them, but like, I was really just trying to leave. Okay, no, no, no. This isn't about you. Okay. Um, So they are a little scared. They should be, probably. They have every right to be. So let's talk to them and reassure. Yeah, yeah, okay. Gotta, gotta let them know that I'm not, I'm not bailing again. This is something. Okay. <sighs> okay, I got it. I got it. And then I open my eyes, and I take off the headphones, and I say, "Did I? I didn't say anything. Did I? Was I? Was I talking out loud? I don't know how this works." Yes, all of that was out loud, but it's, <laughs> it's quite all right. Okay. Um. We need to get a message to the people. We could use the grapevine. We could use animal messengers. Just just to as many people as we can. Just be like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do this. 
It's still going to be good. I'm not leaving. I believe in you. Just just like a resent, but like something with more instructions to like the the the, the sisters and Al. Al could probably help. Al can Al is, Al can definitely help. Okay. 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 This is good. This is good. Al is going to help. He's going to get the guards people and they're going to all be united against Edric, which is going to give the people confidence because the guard are on their side, I guess now. Cool. Okay. See, it's coming. It's coming. Um, um, okay. She's just looking at you, not saying a word. She's just, she doesn't really know who these people are that you're talking about, but she's just like letting you do your process. Okay. I got it. It's a little bit later and you're back outside of, uh, from the, the library and you're talking to Al explaining the plan and he's just nodding along. He's still standing with Val, kind of arm propped up on Val. (laughs) And he says, well, Protector, that sounds dandy. I will get right on that. Can you, um, hold on uh, real quick. Can you also just like, I mean, most of these people aren't like, you know, armed or combatants or like, you know, none of that. So, I mean, if the guards that are not still with Edric could like kind of take that front line and like, you know, make sure that they're, you know, protecting civilians, that would be cool, right? Don't you worry, Protector, we take care of our own. And he gives you a big thumbs up. And then he turns to Val and he goes, I'll see you soon, buddy. Thank you for your assistance. You've been a great help. As Al trots off toward the forest to begin his gathering of the folks, you turn back around and you see Barrymore leaning against the cart, kind of looking down at the ground, looking a little bit... uh more calm. Usually she's like twiddling with something or muttering under her breath and she's just kind of calm. And once you're alone, she looks up and, and sees that and kind of walks over to you. She walks up to you and she, she kind of chuckles as she walks up and she goes, you know, if you had told me a few weeks ago that I'd be about to save my home with the same person who stopped me from robbing a disco dance club, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what to say aside from, Thank you. I mean, I didn't even know we were good. I mean, this this a whole thing. We're here now. Um, funny how things work, right? Uh, it sure is. Did not expect any of this, but uh, also thank you for, I guess, carrying a picture of home in in your thing. So- sorry, I, I I raided your your little hideout. Th- sorry about that. You know, um, I think it's I think at this point it's just bygones. You know. Where where we are, where we need to be. Yeah, yeah, okay, I like that. So Barrymore. Yeah, what do you what do you need me to do here? Speaking of when we first met, and when we met a second time, uh-huh. um, the t- the times we've met. Yeah, sure. The t- the the times we have met. I have an idea for you. Um, it's special, and you're going to like it. I'm not alone, Edric, and you have a choice. And as I start to talk, he can start to see maybe like the first line of people that's kind of coming out. You can either step down gracefully because, you know, you're not good at this. Surprise. And more people start. So like there's the first line and the second line comes out and then the third line. And you weren't supposed to be there. Like, you're not supposed to... We were never meant to have just one person ruling 
the entire land and then more people come out. And he realizes probably that it's not just a couple of people and and people don't stop filing in. It's just like an endless amount of people. And he can probably tell that it's probably everybody. He probably sees like the the farmer man that he uh, that he intimidated. And you know what? He even sees Fran out there for some reason. Uh, the, Dran, Dran Fresher. Dran is out there. She too. made it. Yeah, she made it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> you look gorgeous. There she is. They see that we have the numbers on our side, and and you know they they like to be on the winning side. It's just so. business, sweetie. Yes. We can't yes. do it. We okay. can't do it again. Can't. I know no. it's tempting. I'm. All, I've always been lured in, but I can't do it. Absolutely not. Edric, everybody's tired of you. Everybody. Uh, doesn't want you around it turns out did you see the message in the sky you suck you're awful change is here and you could either you know step down willingly willingly um god i had god or ellie puts her hand on your shoulder as support or we could do this the hard way edric's eyes are wide he is surprised by this he thought his counter campaign was enough to strike fear in these people and as he's you know taking in the amount of people that are coming out of the out of the forest and realizing the numbers his eyes are getting wider i drop my my cloak that i had over and he can now actually see that i'm wearing the council um necklace So I pull out the necklace and I look down at it and I don't look, I'm not looking at Laverne, I'm looking at this and I say, this is what made me realize that I had to come back and this symbolizes the freedom of our people and the council, the governing body that once was where people have a say in what happens to them and um, of course... Edric destroyed everybody that wore this. I don't know if anything else survived, but this one did. And it made its way to me. And I want Edric to see this. I want him to know why I'm here and why we're all here and doing this. I want him to be confronted with his mistakes. She looks at the necklace and then she kind of looks up sort of almost at nothing, just kind of into the sky like she's thinking. And then she puts her hands on the ground and closes her eyes for a second. And she takes a really deep breath and holds it for about five seconds and then releases it. And she opens her eyes again and she says, it would appear you have the forest blessing to wield the necklace. So the necklace, now that you put it on, Stephanie is going to give you plus two to any dice roll that involves flora or fauna. That's Hell yeah. spells, attack rolls, whatever. If it involves a plant or an animal, wear that necklace and get plus two. So it is time to kick some ass, it sounds like. And he can now actually see that I'm wearing the council um, necklace. Your move. 
he uh so you have had several interactions with edric in your life he looks nervous he looks like he is losing his composure a little bit but that panic on his face quickly turns to anger this is not the way he thought this would go and he's not the kind of guy who likes it when things don't go his way so looking around at the thousands of people that have come out of the trees to surround the founder tree here at the center of Absalom. Every person you talk to is here. All the citizens of the forest, well, the willing ones have joined you. Nobody was afraid. Nobody has succumbed to their fear. He is outnumbered. He is feeling like he is losing a grasp on his position. He's feeling like he's losing a grasp on this power he's enjoyed. And as the anger grows on his face, he lifts his staff and slams it into the ground. And you immediately feel the earth rumbling beneath your feet. It feels like there is an earthquake happening here in the forest right under you. And as the ground begins to shake, the founder tree and the area surrounding it, the ground around the founder tree, begins to elevate. This whole tree, this giant auditorium-sized tree behind you, and the a quick little circle around it, start to lift off the ground. You're not floating. The ground itself is just lifting and growing. He is shaping the earth to elevate this tree to get you away from your supporters. He's not necessarily worried that they're going to fight him. He knows he can handle civilians. He's very strong. What he doesn't like is the symbolism of it. He doesn't like seeing this many people stand against him and he wants to fix that so he elevates this tree 100 feet into the air there is now a column of earth sticking up in the center of absalom in the center of the petrichor forest you can almost see above the tallest trees and out into the world beyond you can look back and you can see Nowntown. well i mean you can see the direction it's in you can't see it you can see <laughs> where you came from in waystar you can see where Remedy used to be, obviously. Again, you can't see these buildings, but you can... It's symbolic. It's cool. It's poetic. Let me do my thing. Um, it's it's like a map <laughs> where you see the names of the towns on right, the map. Right. You're traveling via map here. And you turn back... Do we see the Compass Island that's uh, in shallow waters in the ocean? Yeah, Compass Island. Everybody knows there. With, with, a big, with a big N on it pointing upward? It's just you here. It is just Edric and the four of you. The guards didn't come and... Now, back uh, way up here in the sky, Edric seems like he's regaining his confidence a little, kind of, uh, if I'm not looking at my problem, then it's not there type situation. And he once again starts to uh, feel like monologuing a little, and he says, What a boomer. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) What a fitting end to your story this will be. In the very same spot you chose to abandon your people, the protector will fall and fail to disrupt the balance of the forest that no longer needs In the middle of his uh, speech, because I'm already bored by this, and I'm done with him, like, trying to shame me, I cast Thorn Whip behind my back, which is instantaneous. Okay. And I just, like, when you go, like, like, you just, like, smack him a little bit. I'm sorry, what was the sound effect? Okay. Yeah. Okay, Chandler Bing. Right? So I do Whoop-a! that, Whoop-a! and I'm rolling an attack against him. So yeah, um, roll to see if you hit him. And this is Flora, so this gets 
plus two? Yes. Four plus seven to his AC, okay. which is 11. So you whip this thorn whip at him as he is finishing this, uh, what he feels like is a devastating verbal blow, but you are not quick enough for him. The vine whip lashes out at him, but he lifts his staff in front of his face and your vine just kind of wraps around the staff instead and he quickly shakes it off and he says, it's going to take more than that. And with that, he again taps his staff on the ground and a bunch of vines and branches start snaking out of the founder tree from the entrance right behind him. And they wrap themselves around his ankles, his legs, his waist, his shoulders, and they lift him up into the air and start pulling him back into the darkness of the tree. Protector, your legacy ends now. This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit the Network.com for more. Hey everybody, I'm Eric. I'm Shelby. I'm Jake. And we are the band Lousy Advice from the Lousy Advice Podcast. Come listen as we draft artists and genre-centric best of lists. With the help of our closest friends. These lists are canon. And there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. From Misfits to Share. Green Day to Gaga. Or Pup to Paramore. Listen to the Lousy Advice Podcast now or else. Stream us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Nostalgia Network, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget that we are the band Lousy Advice, and this is our podcast, the Lousy Advice Podcast. The Lousy Advice Podcast? The Lousy Advice Podcast. Podcast.